You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the Brand Builders Podcast powered by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young and we are here with DC Lucchese and we are here with two sisters, Stephanie and Adrian Vendetti. Now, this is going to be a, a very uh, fun podcast because let's let's think about your hair, right? Blonde, brunette, redhead. How about auburn, ginger, strawberry blonde? It's a different world when you've got red hair. And Stephanie and Adrian Vendetti know it all too well. Now, for years, these sisters struggled with their makeup, hair products, other cosmetics that would irritate their sensitive skin. So they were like, let's do something about it. So they, they said that this was a necessity and the mother of in, in, invention, I would say, or in this case, the sister of it, and the Vendettis made it their mission to find the best products for redheads and let the world know where to find them. How to Be a Redhead has 76,000 followers, 54,000 likes on Facebook, and 17,000 followers on Twitter. Thank you so much for joining us and welcome, ladies. What made you want to share your wisdom with the world? Hi. Thank you. I know we um I think you know Stephanie and I just had a had a really hard time growing up as redheads and we always wanted a place to go and a place to find advice and we couldn't go to our local beauty counter and there was literally at that time when we were growing up not even a web page on a popular website like maybe like vogue.com or something that was talking about redheads. Redheads just weren't discussed. And so we were like, you know what, we're going to do it. And it's always, Stephanie and I say all the time, how to be a redhead makes so much sense to us. And I think that our followers feel the exact same way. I love, I mean, literally the name is great. Like how to be a redhead. Now, when you guys first started to do this, did you like Google, has anybody ever done this? Like, is, is there like a, a redhead group out here that's like rocking it? Or was this something that you, you didn't find anything and you're like, this is a, a, a neat yeah, no, we didn't find anything. And so when we launched in January of 2011, I was actually finishing up my last semester in college. Adrian was living in Boston and actually going to go to law school. So our career and our lives were just kind of um, different at the time. But then when we were thinking about starting howtobearedhead.com, there wasn't anything out there. And I remember Twitter had just come about and I remember thinking, Adrian, we should just start all of these social outlets just to start it and then see. And it was the moment when we started, we started to get so many direct messages, emails from redheads from across the world saying, can we be a part of your team? I love what you're doing. And then our numbers just kind of skyrocketed from there. And to this day, we don't have a competitor and we're pretty proud of that. That is awesome. Now, tell us, before we jump into this, I want to learn a little bit about your background. Um, you know, growing up as a redhead, I want to know some stories. Like, I want to see some stories that was like, man, you know, we're going to make this better for everybody else moving forward. Like, because to be honest, we have a, a girl in our Hood Hargit Breakfast Club. Her name's Jen Snyder, and she is one of the most powerful women in Charlotte, in my mind, and she is a redhead, and I think it's cool to be a redhead now. So tell us, how, how do you guys kind of turn this around? Like, the redheads are on top of the world now. You know, well, I think um, Stephanie has a really telling story about her hair that she can share. But I think in terms of me, um, Adrian, I loved, I always loved being a redhead, but I wouldn't accept my fair skin. So, like, I did, like, instant tanner, and I just made, I wanted to be tan because we come from an Italian background. And so, I, you know, our whole family has beautiful tan skin and black hair. And I was like, oh, that would be so cool to be like that. But I wasn't accepting who I was. And then Stephanie has a really telling story. I think that a lot of people 
really resonate with who are growing up. Yeah. So in fourth grade, I approached my mom, who's really into beauty, and asked her if I could dye my hair blonde. I hated being a redhead. I never really... Um, thought that I should be a redhead, especially when I was very, very young. So she, of course, took me to the hair salon. And then so from fourth grade all the way up to my sophomore year in college, I dyed my hair. And I don't know um, if you guys are familiar with like coloring process, but red is very, very hard to bleach. So anytime I would get my hair colored a week or two later, uh, the red would come through. And of course, I had no money, so I would save all the money my parents were giving me in college. And even in high school, I would like collect all of my $20 bills that I would get and wrap quarters because I just needed to go get my hair done every few months. So then um, in sophomore year of college, I think, too, it was, the you know, you're you're in college, you're by yourself, you're living on your own, you're finding yourself. And I had a group of girlfriends that were really just loved who they were very, very confident. Um, and I looked up to them. And they kind of told me one t- day, why are you dyeing your hair? Everyone wants to be a redhead. So I remember telling Adrian, I'm going to go back to my red hair. And she obviously was so for it. And it took a few years to bring it back to my natural color. So it's great because when we started how to be a redhead and to this day now, Adrian relates to the redheads who have always embraced being a redhead. And I really relate to the redheads that write in, whether it's the redhead writing in or on our book tour, we came across a lot of mothers who were coming up to us saying, my daughter, my niece, they want to dye their hair. What advice can I give them? And I really relate to that because I look back and it's not that I regret it, because I don't think I would be who I was if I didn't dye my hair mm-hmm. at the time. But any time that we're doing a project, Adrian and I, and we have to pull up baby photos and even photos from growing up, all of mine are from dyeing my hair blonde. So I've, I've learned overall the process. And that's kind of how I think our story is. And to this day, you know, it's, it's what happened. And we talk about it a lot. Now, I've been dyeing my, my head flesh color <laughs> for several years now, but nobody's asking me for advice on that. But, uh, but as, you, as you grew out of Twitter and onto the other social media platforms, did the book come next? Um, or was that what fed the book? You know, it's kind of like a domino effect, everything mm-hmm. that happened. So we started our website and our social presence grew really, really rapidly. Um, and then... Adrian, I'm forgetting the timeline. We got a book deal yeah. after. We, no, we, yeah, we got the book deal. Um, we, we were doing really great on social media. And then um, we, uh, we were in a Shape Magazine um, feature. And at that same time, Fast Company wrote about us. And then right after Fast Company, we had a big spread in the New York Times on Thanksgiving Day in 2014. And after that, our, our now, um, our, our agent, our book agent, she was reading the New York Times on Thanksgiving Day, and she said she was sitting with her niece, who's also a redhead, and it was just like a perfect moment. And anyway, right after that, we ended up getting a book deal, um, and then we spent 2015 writing it, and then our book tour um, and our launch of our book was 2016. So it was kind of like the perfect scenario and kind of like the perfect amount of events. And, um, you know, we had a lot of hardships up until that point. You know, that took about three years of really hard work to get to that point. Yeah. And I think a lot of people don't realize how hard it is to get to that point of even getting a book deal, you know, and having a book tour and having a publisher. It's, it, it takes a lot of work. And you're like, is this, you know, in the beginning, you're like, is this really 
you're almost like questioning yourself all the time. I think that's what a lot of entrepreneurs question themselves. Like, am I doing the right thing? But I think if anything we've done right throughout all the years is that we have really good gut instinct about things. And we were like, no, I know that this is something that's needed. And, you know, after you get to that point, you're like, wow, it was so worth all the hard work. Yeah. And tell me a little bit, when did you guys, like, when did the light bulb go off and say, okay, this is more than just a, a, a social media page. This is more than just a Twitter handle. Like we actually have a business opportunity here. And, and when did the light bulb go off and you said, Hey, we're going for it. And we're going to turn this into a business. Did that happen in 2013? Was that something that just happened over grow, gain, gaining followers, I suppose. But tell me how, how did you just go? You know what? We're all in. You know, I think with Stephanie and I, we kind of had different we had different um, perspectives about a lot of things, and I think that it helped us balance it out. So I, Adrian, I'm a really big risk taker in everything in my life, and Stephanie is the one who's more cautious, and I think that that's a really good partnership. You need to have that. And so I actually quit my job at a law firm in Boston to start how to be a redhead. Um, and I had a night job for a little bit, but I was like, you know what, forget it. I'm just going to, I want to put my full attention on it because I knew if I didn't put 100% into it, I wouldn't be able to, to make it succeed. And Stephanie, on the other hand, she really worked nights and days on how to be a redhead for like three years before we were able to just not have side jobs anymore. Um, so I think, you know, we really were 100% from the start because we knew we had to be there, but we had to take other precautions to make money until we were at that point. Um, but I think we knew right away that it had to be, had to be, 100% we weren't going to be able to do it. And I do remember when we got to that point where we were at Shape Magazine and, you know, the whole shoot was for us or like when we're on set with Clinique or whatever it is, people always ask us, did you know right away that it was going to be like this? And we always look at each other and we're like, we did know. But I, if there's one thing I think Stephanie and I didn't know, it wasn't, we didn't know how long it would actually take because when you're doing something new, it takes a lot longer to like pave that path. And so, you know, I can't tell you how many hours Stephanie alone has spent on the phone with beauty companies just explaining what we do. And so I think like it's like now beauty companies are really recognizing redheads and so many of our followers are like, oh, thanks to how to be a redhead for, you know, telling the beauty companies that like they shouldn't cancel the redhead products that redheads do want them and they're needed. And I think too, when we started in 2011, you know, we had our social media and we were getting followers. The next year, we got approached by a media company in New York City whose client was L'Oreal. So for us, that was a huge deal because, you know, L'Oreal is in the beauty realm. They're the highest of the highest. Like to work with them is an honor. So I think with us, it took a year for them to contact us and we had a really great collaboration with them. And then in 2013, that's when, you know, we had some hardships, like Adrian said, and things when we kind of were like, okay, what can we do to improve? And this one situation that happened, we were like, okay, we have to work on our PR. And then that's when we were featured in all of these articles within a few months, but it took hours and hours of just nonstop pitching and just doing it. Well, and so we're in this world of brand building and I love the passion behind it. And I love that you guys went all in and that's what it takes. I mean, if you watch Shark Tank and someone walks up there and says, well, I work in a, you know, a nine to five and then I'm, I'm trying to pitch this product. They're all like, yeah, 
see you later, right? Like you better yeah. get all in. Yeah. So congrats on that. Now I want to talk a little bit about the actual business and what you guys have been able to implement. Some of the cool things you've created where, uh, how to, how to be a redhead box. I mean, that's seems pretty freaking awesome. Um, so I want to know one, what's in it. How do you pick the stuff that's in it? And then two, tell us a little bit about your brand ambassadors, um, where they produce rocket like redheads events. I mean, come on, like what, well, how do we get, do people that don't have red hair get to come to these or is yeah. this just like redheads only? <laughs> yeah, no, no. We get a lot of redhead, like dads, I mean, who dads come with their daughters who aren't redheads. Um, you know, different groups of girls will come together as like a girl's night where not everyone's a redhead. But so I guess to th look at it, like how we describe it is how to be a redhead.com is the mother and then branching out kind of like an umbrella is we have these different ways, sort of like a revenue stream, where in 2013, we launched our first event called Rock Like a Redhead in New York City, and it was a really big hit. So then that's when in 2015, we went on a five-city beauty tour. So we haven't done any events after that just because it's like throwing, we say, we threw five weddings in a year. So it was a lot of work on our <laughs> end, and but we loved it, and we're our audience still asks us about it, and we are eventually... I think right adrian we're definitely going to do more events i just think right now we're really focusing on the subscription box so that's our second way and we launched that our third anniversary is coming up in october oh, so congratulations thank you so it's called the h2 bar beauty box and it's a monthly beauty box for redheads whether they're we say chosen which is dyed and natural and there are about six to eight products in a box. So we test every single product to make sure that it's redhead friendly, meaning that that our audience can trust us because redheads are known to have really sensitive skin and coarse hair and all of that. So the box has um, beauty products, so makeup, skin, hair. And then we do fun things like redhead tote bags, makeup bags, um, things to really cater towards a redhead. And... So we're almost, our goal is to be at 2,000 subscribers by the end of the year, and we're, we're getting there. And then on top of that, so our warehouse is in Wilmington, and um, we're working on an e-com website. So if you guys are familiar with like an it's, Ipsy and Birchbox, mm -hmm. the products in the box, um, a subscriber can then go on their website and buy the product, whether they received a sample and they're looking for a full size or they're looking, they received the full size, they ran out, they want the full size. So we're working on an e-com website that's supposed to launch in the next several weeks where we will have all the products that we feature in the H2 bar box along with our other merchandise. So um, that's really our baby right now on top of our website because since it is a monthly beauty box, me, Stephanie, I spend most of my day with the relationship side of things when it comes to the beauty brand. So getting them in not just one month, but we're already planning to, all the way to the end of 2019 with these beauty boxes. So it's just creating the relationships and doing fun social things with these brands, whether it's on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or Pinterest or all of it. And then Adrian's side of things is in our warehouse in Wilmington where she, um, you know, we have part-time workers and all the shipments in our warehouse getting delivered. So she works on that and handles that side of the things, side is, of things. Is that because she's older? <laughs> she, she, um... She's wiser. I, I, she wanted the, wiser. She's more responsible. She wanted the more control. Oh, she's more responsible. <laughs> I, what, I, what I'm hearing is responsible. 
Adrian, you are, we both are. <laughs> yeah, no, we're both really responsible. I just think, you know, it was easier for me because, um, just like with my logistics situation here in Wilmington, it, it was so much easier for me to do it. And, um, we have great employees here, so it just made sense and it's easier. So we're like, Oh, and it's a lot cheaper as well. So it's also something you have to take in mind. You know, you try to save as much as you can. Um, yeah. and, and we Star moved, very expensive. Yeah. And we moved from New York city so the price difference, of course, down here. And then when we sure. just were deciding Wilmington and Charlotte and Wilmington, you know, just like Charlotte, both cities are obviously growing so vastly. So, um, but yeah. And then on top of that, we have our, our ambassadors, which we're going to revamp that in 2019, but they promote how to be a redhead. So that's really great because we have a group of about 15 girls who have been with us since the very beginning and they love being a redhead. They love our brand and anytime they see a redhead, they have these spotted cards that they give them to let them know about our brand. And it's it's global. We have redheads from all over. And that's really exciting as well. And, and to be fair, since you're not in the same room, uh, I'll ask the question. It's, it, it, is it difficult to stay coordinated since you're both not living in the same city? And is it great or is it not so great? Or are there moments of greatness and not so greatness in working with family? Uh, great questions. Adrian, what were you going to say about the family? I, I was going to say, I, like, I'm going to be honest the responsible, you. Like, right, right What? Right before this podcast, we were getting in a little bit of a tiff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, when you get on the podcast, you know, make sure that you're not in a bad mood or something. And I was like, oh, all right. Don't you take no, that on the podcast. You know, we come from a very... Our dad is Italian and we grew up with them up north. So we grew up in a, a very Italian family where you say how you feel and in a few, like after a few minutes, it's done. We don't hold grudges. So a lot of people think if you see us and the way we interact with our parents and each other that it is a little messed up. But I think that's made it really healthy. And I was asked this question last week and I... I said, you know, the greatest thing is that with business partners is you have to tell how it is. And if you hold back anything, then you're not going to get stuff done. So with Adrian and I, we really, you know, like when she's annoying me or bothering me or something and vice versa, we do tell each other how, how it is. And I think that creates a healthy relationship and it creates positive, you know, like we're constantly doing things and, I think we just get things done when we're as honest as can be with each other. And then when it comes to being distant, we always joke because Adrian and I, we talk, literally we'll have maybe five conversations going on at the same time, but it will be on Skype, Instagram, Facebook Messenger, and texting, and we're literally, and emailing. And we're literally <laughs> talking about five different things, but it's the, right, it's the way we communicate. Mm. So, um, it's really, I think, helped us, of course, having Skype. And we talk throughout the entire day nonstop from the moment we wake up to the moment we go to sleep, really. And I think that really ha has helped us. And then I, she comes to Charlotte, and then I go to Wilmington to do the subscription boxes every month. So overall, I think it's actually great. We used to live together. And I think, yeah, we, we're really organized. Um, we, like, love our Google Calendar, and we share a calendar. So yeah. We know exactly what's going on with each, with each other at all times. And then to make it like matters work, not matters work. Uh-oh. That's cool. You guys can have a uh, vent sesh right now. We'll just sit back. <laughs> we'll just get a live interactive of how it really is to be a redhead. Here we go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, 
we, uh, I'm, my husband and her husband are best friends from when they were kids. No so kidding. yeah, That's yeah. Awesome. So we really get, a, we all get along really well. The only people who fight with, amongst the four of us is just Stephanie and I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They don't fight. They come from very, they're almost like timid families. And then we're over here like hashing it out, but <laughs> Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just laughing right now. Just imagining your two husbands in a corner like, God, they're doing it again. They're doing it again. We're going to get out of the way in five minutes. They'll be hugging. It'll be great. Yeah, we really do that. And then my parent, you know, my parent, our parents are very involved. Our dad was an entrepreneur. So growing up when we wanted, when we had the idea of how to be a redhead, you know, a lot of parents maybe would have told Adrian, you know, you have to go to law school. You know, it's this kind of the safe way to go. And our dad really supported us from the beginning. And even our, our mom too. But our dad was like, yeah, do it. So they're very involved. Yeah. They yeah. come, they live in Florida and they come up and help us with our subscription boxes. So of course, you know, we do like get after them and we're kind of like their boss. <laughs> I know. I'm always like bossing dad around and he doesn't like it, but I'm like, he tries to like reinvent the wheel when we're doing the subscription boxes. You know, I'm like, dad, this has, to, you know, he doesn't have a woman's touch and it's really important for the boxes. So he tries to like jump on the line and like do something <laughs> new. And I'm like, dad, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, okay, I'll go back to my spot. <laughs> uh, so, what, what you're, so what you're learning there is inexpensive labor or free labor <laughs> tries to freelance on you. Yeah, and they right? do <laughs> say that they say we're free, but you know, they get a free lunch and dinner and they get to spend time with us, which we're oh, the, their okay. only daughters. See, there you go. So All there's right. two of us. So, but yeah. I do think one quick note is that if I was still living in New York city with my husband, I think it would be a lot harder, but right now it's so great that we live in, I mean, we're only three and a half hours away. So it really isn't that bad, you know, Listen to a podcast no. in the car and you're there. Do you guys, um, do you guys ever like if you're Skyping go, did you get my Facebook messenger? Yeah, all the time. Because I can't stand oh, when my brother will be in a group text. Just I have a twin. He's just flat away. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, well, did you get my text just to you like three hours ago, bro? Like what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> so I can't imagine with top. five different conversations. You're like, hey, uh. Right there. I need yeah. that answer. Are I feel like I me? do that a lot to you, Adrian. Adrian, did you check my DM? <laughs> I know Stephanie, Stephanie is really on me. She's like, did you get, and I look at my text messages and I have like 40 messages from her with pictures and like asking me questions. And then, you know, I'm doing something here in Wilmington for the boxes. So it's like sometimes, but for the majority of the time, I think the reason that we're so successful with how to be a redhead is because her and I work together and if that didn't work out I don't think that we would have got that far and it's really crazy like now that I'm thinking about it it's such a natural habit for me to just wake up every morning and work on how to be a redhead right away until I go to sleep at night but you know I guess I take it for granted that Stephanie and I communicate so well because you know there it could have been the opposite it could have been the opposite where Stephanie didn't you know we're both super motivated and my husband has five sisters and I can't believe how different every single girl is and then I, I, it makes me appreciate Stephanie so much because, you know, she's super motivated. We're both super confident. We both like know what's going on. And I'm like, oh, wow, you know, we could have been different and it could have never started. And so I'm happy that we are the way that we are. Well, that's fantastic. And this will segment into the next question. So you guys just recently launched a podcast. So tell us a little bit yeah. about that. And then, and then we'll wrap it up and, and, and find out how we can get every redhead in America to follow you on Instagram. Yeah, so we always had the idea to do a podcast for over a year now. We love podcasts um, where we have our favorites that we subscribe to and listen to all the time. So I think Adrian and I 
course thought, okay, can, let's do a podcast. And there's not a redhead podcast out there. So it's really great because we talk about everything from beauty to business. We bring in beauty editors. We have redhead dermatologists and every everything really in the beauty business realm because even though we are beauty we do love talking about starting a business being women entrepreneurs we're really passionate about that and the great thing is over these past seven years we've developed really great relationships with different experts and doctors and just beauty editors and they were involved in our beauty book so it kind of made sense to bring them on a platform on our pod- podcast. So we're really excited about that. And it kind of is natural when we record and do the episodes, I think. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it's really exciting. It's really, Stephanie and I, just like what we said in the beginning, we do everything 100%. So if we want to do a project, and if it's not 100% that we're not going to be able to focus on it, we just don't do it. And we haven't been able to have the time to do the podcast 100%. And it's been on our list of goals for years now. And so now we're able to give it 100%. And I think that's why it'll be successful because we'll be able to focus on it and, you know, make it as good as possible. When is the um, how to date a redhead edition coming out? Are we, we going to have, have, our, we a have redhead, articles about that? Are we going to have website? a redhead dating site? What if there's a guy out there that just wants to date a redhead? Are there we is have a, some dating sites. There are, oh, yeah. Okay. I think never that mind. that already exists. There's never one. mind. Never mind. We're not going to talk about that. We're only talking yeah. about y'all. <laughs> Well, you guys, thank you. Um, thank you so much for coming on the Brand Butters podcast. This is really cool. I can't wait to follow you guys. I know um, for a couple of my friends who have red hair, they're going to absolutely love that I had you guys on here. And if they haven't heard heard about you, they will after this conversation. So I really appreciate you guys joining us. It's awesome to see someone's passion really come through and, and just an idea has now turned into a business. But I think it's more than that. You guys are helping people that might not have the confidence to be um, themselves. And now it's like, look, be yourself. Like being a redhead's cool. It makes you unique. It makes you stand out. Like don't use right. that as a, as, Oh, I'm different. Use that as I'm special. And right. so I think that's pretty cool. And, um, so cheers to you guys for that. And, uh, one last time, if anybody wants to get in touch with us, tell, tell us your social media. And then also, uh, you'd mentioned the website as well. Yeah. So on social media, it's how to be a redhead and then it's how to be a redhead.com. Our subscription box is, a different social handle. So it's H2 bar box and then it's H2 bar slash subscribe to subscribe. And then our e-commerce store is all going to be on how to be a redhead.com. Absolutely. Love it. Well, thank you guys so much, DC. Thank you as always for joining us. And, uh, that's it guys. How to be a redhead. I don't know how we can top this one. <laughs> See you next time. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.